0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my co-anchor and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Excited. We have so many updates tonight. I can't even believe it. I'm so excited. So many good things. Happening. I know. That's awesome. I know. It's, yeah. it's fun gathering info today to go, wow, there's some, yeah. some stuff happening for Sure. Every once in a while, we're like, crap, what are we going to talk about on the update show? We don't have anything. And tonight, we're like, oh, my God, we have so much stuff. So much stuff. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Love it. So it is the Wednesday night update show. So this is our live stream happening on YouTube and on Facebook. But, of course, we will also upload it over to uh, our podcast later on tonight. So nobody gets left mm-hmm. out. But want to say hi to JR mm-hmm. and Innocuous and DB in the chat. And I'm sure many more to come. Uh, we apologize mm-hmm. for being late. It was uh, tech's fault. Maybe my fault. <laughs> Mostly tech's fault. I don't know. You You and technology are, I don't know. I know. I'm not, not jiving that, lately. I don't know what the deal is. It's so frustrating because it's not that I don't know how to do stuff. No. Right. It's just right. that I, tech has been, I know, it's crazy. Not cooperating, that's what. Yeah. So yeah, lots of stuff to talk about. But before we get to that, how are you doing? You know, I am doing really well. I, I had a funny doctor's appointment
1: today. I have been seeing a neurologist because I have this weird numb spot in my leg. And anyway, I asked him because, you know, I had COVID in, at the end of November and I still cannot remember a damn thing. My memory is so shot and has been ever since I had COVID. And first of all, they gave me that test. You know, the one that Trump took that. Do you remember that when Trump took that and oh, he yeah. talked about all the words that he could remember and stuff? Well, I took that test today, <laughs> which was really funny. And it How turns out do? I do not, I, I don't have dementia. I scored very high, Excellent. Good work. which was <laughs> nice. But I said, you know, sometimes I forget words. I can't get out what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, and they very sweetly said, you know, COVID is really hard on people and you might just need to be really kind to yourself and just recognize that you haven't fully recovered yet. Oh he and his he and his uh students were both like, we've seen a lot of stuff with COVID and it's really hard on people. And you know, we don't think there's really anything wrong with your brain other than COVID causes this huge inflammatory response in your whole body, including your brain. And you might just need to be really kind to yourself and like start writing stuff Aww. down. <laughs> That is so sweet. It was very sweet. It was, it not, sweet. It was not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said, you know, I forget things all the time. They're like, maybe you need to start carrying a notebook and writing some things down. And, you know, I do. Um, here's my problem. I, I have all that stuff in my phone, but I actually have to remember to write it down. That's the key part that I'm still struggling with a bit.
0: Well, you have to remember um, that you're probably going to forget.
1: Yes. See, there's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So, but it was actually really sweet.
1: Like they were just like, you just need to be kind to yourself. And they said, we want to see you back in three months. And if this is still a problem, then we're going to look again. But, you know, he said, you know, COVID's only been around for a little more than a year. He said, we don't know yet what Mm -hmm. this is going to be, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, but it was very sweet. It was, it was a very kind way to address me. And sometimes specialists, they're not that nice. Mm, Yeah, No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but it turns good. out glad they were. I, I, I passed the test. I passed the,
0: the, uh, dementia test. So good. Well, good. I, have I, to... I don't have dementia. Good. And they were nice. So I don't have to come down there and kick somebody's ass. So yeah, they <laughs> were totally. Like nice all as welded it in. Cool. Well, <laughs> well and I think they so made good. a good
1: point that I'm being hard on myself and I had a weird disease yeah. that nobody knows anything about yet and mm-hmm. that I do need to just be kind to myself and he said you know you'll get it back and they said maybe I should um try some of those memory apps on my phone and work oh. on recall and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that maybe I could get some help that way but I don't know it That's was just idea. not the kind of appointment you generally have with a very mm-hmm. blustery and too busy specialist so it was nice
0: mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I'm glad. Well, we have lots more chatters. I want to say hi to Cranky and Angie and Elizabeth. Elizabeth's to bed early and poured a glass of wine just to be here. So, Elizabeth, we're so glad. I wish I had thought to pour a glass Elizabeth. of wine. Elizabeth, yes. me I, too. I'm what a, the hell? I got a Diet Cherry Lime made from Sonic. <laughs> I have a Diet 7-Up. Not very exciting. Yeah. You know how I roll. And, of course, Moonbeam as well. So, want to make sure we welcome everyone along. Uh, I'm well too. We, tomorrow, our daughter's first game of the season, her first softball game, but we were the parents in charge of team dinner tonight. So, yeah. So that was kind of fun. We actually took team dinner right to practice so that they could just eat right there and get home and, you know, go to bed. Not that they will, but you Mm -hmm. know, be ready for their game. So it was fun. We did Costa Vita style salads. So we brought uh, Mm -hmm. enormous tortillas. We even got the foil containers they go in and, you know, you you put your tortilla in, you put beans and rice and meat in the bottom, and then you put your salad on top of that and then guacamole and pico, and they have this awesome cilantro ranch dressing that you can buy Mm -hmm. at uh, Costco in their refrigerated Mm -hmm. dressing. So anyway, that's what we... uh, that's what we took, and yeah, it was great. They it was awesome. Nice to see all the girls. Very exciting to see their season starting, and
1: yeah, yeah they actually get to play this year. I'm so happy yeah. for them.
0: They lost the. to have a show and show. tell. I know it was <gasps> so that? sad. We got one game last year before the season canceled. Yeah. So these are some funeral flowers I've been processing into pendants. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty. So, yeah, I. I'm trying something different. I usually pour them into molds, but I bought bezels to pour them into this time. So there's the heart-shaped oh, one. There's this long one. There's the one. And there's a few others. But So these absolutely. are from my our cousin Becky's funeral for her daughters and sisters and nieces and, you know, all the girls yeah. in that family. So anyway, I'm really, really happy with them and with the way they turned out. They're really so, pretty. They will love yeah. that. How cool. I can't wait to give them to him. So, yeah. So I've been working a little bit on that, but you know, I've been really busy lately. I feel like I haven't had a chance to create much and it's bothering me, but not enough to, um, you know, get my ass down to my studio, but it is bothering me. <laughs> I hear you. I have not done any beating in a week, but it's because the hotline that
1: I work on, I have been so freaking busy that mm-hmm. that is all I have done for a week. Yeah. But I really I have all these beads on my desk waiting to become something nice it's time. It is time.
0: Right. It doesn't stop me from ordering molds and paper. And it's I have a ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of stuff that I'm not doing something with. So that's the next step. right? <laughs> so right. I hear you.
1: That's that's the yeah. addiction. That's the problem. Buying craft stuff and then not doing anything mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, I'm that's a problem. Very familiar.
0: <laughs> yes, very much so. So hey to RJ and to Jeannie. Good to have you here. So all kinds of stuff has gone on. So there was a court date for the Daybell case on, was it on Monday? It was on Monday. And Mm -hmm. trying to remember where I am and what's my name. Yes, it was on Monday. Yes, it was on (laughs) Monday. Yes. Where am I? And (laughs) so it was kind of interesting. So it was, there was a few things to be handled. Before they even got to court, the prosecution had, or sorry, defense had filed a subpoena for Heather Daybell. So there was supposed to be court on Monday and then court again on the 22nd. So what Mm -hmm. they're hassling over right now is the defense's petition to move the trial and even though it seems like the prosecution hasn't really been against moving it, they have been against the tactics of the, the defense because they, in their words, have been uh, not actually, they've had studies not conducted by professionals. And so They're that's... Not
1: following the rules.
0: Yeah. So what? that's been... I know, right? Means and prior that's not following the rules? I'm Right? Stupid. Doing things <laughs> stupidly? How can that be? Mm-hmm. No. So... Before they even got to court, uh, yeah. So Means had filed a subpoena to appear for Heather Daybell for the twenty second. So Heather Daybell is Chad Daybell's sister-in-law, and you guys might remember we discussed this. It's been several months ago, but she is mm-hmm. a leader, a local leader in the Mormon Church in the women's—I uh, want to say department, which seems weird—but in the women's section, which is called the Relief called Society. the Relief Society. Yep, yeah, And she's like a stake relief society president. So that, that is that it, his sister-in-law, sister-in-law. Anyway, she, uh, she had sent out an email that went out to all of the ladies in that stake. So, you know, that's a few hundred people mm-hmm. to uh, about this case, kind of about their heartbreak over it, uh, creating some distance between them and Chad and, you know, just really reiterating that, we're heartbroken. His kids are heartbroken. We don't want to, uh, we don't, we don't have anything to do with this, you know, those kinds of things. And also some churchy things that she had learned from this experience, yada, yada. Right. So they are, they've brought it up before in court that they're pissed that that happened because they feel like that is using the influence of the church to taint the jury pool.
1: Right. So they, yeah they accused that of being her of that being like a planned thing she was asked to do or something
0: right right which i don't believe it was but anyway whatever no. so she had sent that out I, I think she was just trying to make some
1: distance like dude this is my brother-in-law also have nothing to mm-hmm. do with this and this is horrible which i, I would yeah. want to do that i would totally want to do that mm-hmm. yeah but maybe she'll I go don't... back to
0: using her maiden name i would if i were her <laughs> right maybe her husband will be on on board, we're changing yeah. our names. Yeah. For good. <laughs> anyway, so that's that was part of what was happening. So they were discussing that. The reason they were at court initially was because the prosecutor had filed a brief to compel the defense to turn over some documents that they hadn't turned over regarding going to court on the 22nd. So they had said that they had not provided them with the study that the most recent study so they have done two studies as you guys know we talked about this last week we played the uh, recording of my daughter having this uh study done uh, upon her and the mm-hmm. the one in the fall the prosecutor is basically arguing strongly against because the it wasn't done correctly so there has to be in these when a Witness is called that is a professional witness, right? Or, or, you know, called because of their, uh, help me, their. Well, their credentials, credentials yes. as an expert witness. As, thank you, expert witness. Uh, they have to provide their credentials, essentially. And in this instance, they hadn't been provided. And then. Right. Even in the uh the survey that was turned in finally, this was the first one. The prosecutor said by labeling Shat, so Shat is the one of the people that is a part of this, <laughs> there were two people. I know, yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were two people that were named chat um, is Shatt. <laughs> yes. There were two people named Shat and one other that they were trying to preclude from being witnesses, being professional witnesses or expert witnesses because they're not. So, of course, uh, you know, Means writes a big response to that. That's a big garbled muckety-muck mess. And Mm -hmm. basically, the prosecution comes back and said, look, even by your own hand, you're not professionals. They called it an informal survey. Means did. Well, the prosecution (laughs) is not going to allow an informal survey to be used. So he says by labeling, labeling the chat survey as the chat survey. <laughs> that's, oh, that's he's right. He's full of shade. He is full <laughs> of shade. I love it. As an informal survey and Ms. Shatt as a lay witness, the defense on its own has disqualified the survey and precluded Mrs. Shatt from testifying. <laughs> I Say it again. This Shatt is Shatt. <laughs> Oh so that's oh. what we're talking about. So they were asking for more information than they had received, and saying these aren't even expert witnesses. We are totally against them even being a part of this. Yeah. So before the hearing can even get started, they take means and the prosecutor and the judge to a private room, and that takes forever. And we wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And finally, the prosecutor comes back just to let the court recorder and uh, prior know that they also need to come to the private room. So then we wait for a billion years and they finally Mm -hmm. come back. So they're having this big closed room discussion, which is kind of a. Well, and it's now on the record because the court reporter was in the room. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's on the record. But, so they talk and talk and talk and talk. But they finally come back at the judge says that he is canceling today and the 22nd.
1: Yeah, vacating these hearings.
0: Vacating these hearings, they're done. And that what they discussed today is on the record but sealed. Yeah.
1: So Interesting.
0: What the hell? So there's lots of theories, you know. Mm -hmm. Scott Reich's theory is that this, Likely means that something big is about to happen, that either more charges are coming that would, you know, make this whole conversation fairly moot, or that a confession, a deposition is coming that somebody's just about to roll on the other. Yeah. I will say that coming back, there were four people then in the room, right? We had the judge, we have means, we have prior, we have the prosecutor. The judge looks like he always does, you know. A little rumpled, mm-hmm. but unfazed. And mm-hmm. uh, the prosecutor looks like he always does. Cool as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Means looks upset. He mm-hmm. looks rattled. He looks bothered. He also had that elk thing going on behind his head. So he also looked like a deranged elk. Like uh, a deranged
1: elk. He's um, got to fix his background.
0: Good God. So weird. But prior... Had quite the grin on his face. Pryor looked very satisfied. So really interested to see. We're going to see some movement here in the next few weeks. Something is happening. Yeah.
1: Well, and you know, you can't discount the fact that they just came out just a couple of weeks ago that Tammy Daybell's autopsy has been completed and is not being released. And you can't help but wonder if that's part of what's happening here yeah so if there's movement some kind
0: of coming please something mm-hmm. movement on mm-hmm. the way so very interesting if you think it's lori let me tell you something that might change your mind <laughs> the same day yeah. means Trots into court with as as one can trot on a zoom with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the marriage certificate that we've all been waiting to see, it's not been public record until now. Why did he trot uh, this into? Joe, uh, here it is. Because Lori does not want to be called Lori Vallow any longer. She is requesting to please respectfully call her Mrs. Daybell. Well, that doesn't seem to me like somebody's about to roll on her husband.
1: Didn't she start with Mrs. Lori Ryan Vallow Daybell or Mrs. Daybell? Mm-hmm. Ryan? Yeah, yeah Ryan. You know, the guy that she hated his guts and mm-hmm. could not stop saying awful, shitty stuff about him. Well, Why would she, she include that? publicly that she wanted to kill him? Yeah. yeah. To... I found that so strange that she mm-hmm. included Ryan in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was
1: so yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem like somebody is about to roll on their husband, does it? No, it doesn't. It does not at all. <laughs> Cammie yeah. says, Mrs. Dumbbell, you mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. I said that from now incredible. on. <laughs> well, I, we decided to hyphenate it and call her de Daybell. So we said from now on, we're calling her Lori VD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that
1: one too. <laughs> like at this point... This is what matters to her. Yep. Like, so yeah. stupid. Yeah. Just such a waste. Like, your kids are dead. And you're bitching about who's calling you by what last name? Yeah. Yep.
0: Psychomaniac. And, and alluding to the court, because, you know, Means can't ever not be such a dick, but alluding to the court that it's very disrespectful that she's not oh, being well, called was some- by her married name. That constitutionally she has the right. Yes.
1: But you know, there was all this question about she wouldn't really admit which last name she wanted to go by when she was first arrested. It, yeah. This is all her own freaking fault.
0: Yeah. Yep. Trisha says, okay. Chad, gonna roll. I'm uh-huh. mm, starting to think so, huh? Yep. Makes you That's wonder. what was happening in court was prior Yep. Pryor mm-hmm. looked like he had just uh, done something. Yeah. Yeah. And means looked like he had just had the rug jerked out from underneath him, so mm-hmm. neither of them have great poker faces. They could learn something from wood, <laughs> uh yeah, they surely could. I, I would not play poker time. with wood, that. I with means all day. I could kick his ass, but wood no okay. because he uh, no you don't he's know. really good he's really good. <laughs> he rarely cracks, yeah, Cammy said Mrs. Day means Bell or this is day bell hyphen means <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. makes you wonder anyway mm-hmm. that's what's happening so I think it's interesting because back uh you know what feels like forever but was only about six weeks ago when they tried to get the prosecutor thrown off of the case mm-hmm. there was oh boy there was <laughs> <Yeah>. we de- <laughs> we do have to talk about this I'll well. try and I'll try and finish my thought, but now I'm just so <laughs> distracted. Uh, <laughs> way back when, when they were trying to uh, get him yanked off. I I don't know. I can't remember. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're so distracted by this yes. picture
1: of Chad's giant forehead. What in mm-hmm. the hell? This dude, like half
0: his face is forehead. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we have posted, if you're not uh, watching, you don't know, so I'm going to tell you, uh, we got a hold of the newspaper, pardon me, newspaper announcement of their wedding announcement, Tamra Douglas and Chad Daybell to Trade Vows Friday. So this is them, uh, you know, what is this, late 80s, mid 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Super
1: 80s, the outfits, the hair. Yeah. But what the hell, Chad looks like he's had some sort of forehead extension, doesn't he? Like,
0: yeah. Is there a plastic surgery that he's got like a cone head? If he really goes as anything other than Frankenstein for Halloween every single year, there is miscarriage of justice. There really is. Not that there haven't been money, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is just sad. I mean, here's Tammy Mm -hmm. turning her life over to this freak Mm -hmm. so that he can later murder her. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's very sad. But looking at Chad, you're like, "Mm, yeah, I can see it. Mm
0: -hmm." Yep. Not cute. Yep. So there you go. There's Chad. There's Tammy and the head.
1: Yeah. And the head.
0: Yep. (laughs) So bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look at that fake smile. That fake smile. Boy, we have seen that a lot just through Mm -hmm. court and stuff. He always has that creepy little smirk on his face. He
0: looks like Butthead's older brother. Yes, he does. (laughs) DB said he skipped a five head and went straight to billboard. (laughs) (laughs) He surely did. I mean,
1: that is just weird. He looks like he's like somebody's grabbed the top of his head and just pulled it up a ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go-go gadget head. I don't know. Yes. Yes. (laughs) If we're in the 80s. (laughs) Yeah. If we're in the 80s, that fits. That does Mm -hmm. fit. So there you go. You are welcome. So <laughs> we knew y'all had to see doing, that picture. Uh, it... Oh yeah, we couldn't p- pass that one up. So there you go. The only other thing I will say is that uh the unlo- the other argument that the prosecutor made about the document or the witnesses he was trying to get thrown out. He said it was replete with errors. And that just killed <laughs> me. That killed me because what has been filed means filed that is not replete <laughs> with yeah. errors. This was
1: um, an appropriate for court way of saying, say it. You know what you want to say. What am I going to, that this is shit? What? (laughs) Oh, Grammarly is $29.99? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's
1: pretty much, (laughs) that's pretty much Wood's way of saying that,
0: I think. Yeah. It's not that hard.
1: Not that hard at all. Didn't Rob tell Summer that they had more evidence against Lori than Chad?
0: Yes. Trisha, you are my soulmate. Thank you. She just took me back to my initial point that I got all sidetracked on when you put up this uh, horrific (laughs) picture. I'll Uh, take it down so you can speak. (laughs) My point was that, yes, when we heard that recording, we know that Wood told Summer, who is Lori's Mm -hmm. sister, that he felt like Chad was the mastermind and that Lori would do well to help them. Right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't Chad and his attorney look at that and go, well, hell, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then after that, that was six months ago that that first statement was made five months ago. Mm -hmm. Lori hasn't rolled. Lori is not going to roll on Chad. She's not. So Chad's either going to take his lumps with her or he's going to roll on her. And it yeah. might not help him as much as, you know, I mean, he's, he's got a lot coming down the pipe. So, you know, I mean, it may not. On. The
1: children were on his property.
0: Let's right. Let's get real here. There's only so much you're going to be able to plea away at this point. Yeah. But it's very interesting. Means did yes. go to law school. I believe he went to law school in Utah. I looked it up one day. His. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone has to. Someone has to have the C student. uh,
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Professional in every field. We've all Mm -hmm. had doctors that we wondered, (laughs) right? Not saying, but I'm Mm -hmm. not saying otherwise. Yeah. So there you go. That's what's going on with the Daybell case. I will, of course, keep our finger on it tightly. Um, I put out healers to see if anybody I knew knew more than me. Not really. No one's talking. So. We're just going to wait and see. But uh, Mm -hmm. Lori has now officially been in the Madison County Jail for a year and a few days.
1: Mm. I wonder if they're just waiting for the day they can transfer her to prison and get her out of there. (laughs) Right. Oh, I'll
0: bet. I'll Mm -hmm. bet. So... We do have some interesting updates. So, Christy, I'm going to ask you to talk yeah. about the Kendrick Johnson case. This is yes. really good news for his family.
1: Ding, ding, ding. Wonderful yep. news. So, if you remember the Kendrick Johnson case, this was eight years ago. He was 17, and he was found upside down in the mat in Lowndes County County High School in January of 2013. If you remember, his death was ruled an accident. Like somehow he just got stuck in there and died. He was 17 freaking years old. Like he wasn't strong enough to get out. They said there was a shoe underneath him and they thought maybe he had slipped in there to try to get the shoe out and got stuck. And then, you know, he was in there a few days before anybody found him. Well, his family has not believed that bullshit from day one, which good on them because he's a big doll, 17 year old, strong athletic kid you cannot yeah. tell me you and I had this conversation when we read about this thinking about like if yeah. this had happened to your son mm-hmm. and about how strong he was that he would have been able to inchworm himself out of there like yeah. this was not totally this was so off yeah. so Kendrick Johnson's parents have been fighting for since 2013 to get his mm-hmm. case reopened and yeah. so the initial autopsy ruled Um, positional asphyxia. Yeah. But they did have another autopsy conducted that that his family hired. And he said that his death was unexplained apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma to the neck. Well, you don't do that to yourself falling down in a mat, do you? No. Yeah. So finally, they have been fighting and been turned down by federal investigators several times to try to get this case reopened and to look at this autopsy and look at you know what else could have happened because they did not investigate at all. This pisses me off. They just went, oh, yeah, he fell in there and died. Okay, next. They just didn't care at all, which is horrible. What, what this family lost and what this young man lost. So now federal investigators have finally granted the request to reopen this case and reinvestigate it. And yeah. so, so Kendrick's dad, Kenneth says, we're not asking for any favors. We're not asking anybody to lie for us. We just want the truth to come out because it is so clearly not come out yet. Yeah. So they do have an investigator working with them and he is ready to really get going and see what they can figure out but his injuries this the second autopsy show that his injuries were this is murder yeah. someone did this to him and threw him in there i'm sorry i, I don't think that was a big surprise he fell so you know like the big um like wrestling mats if you ever had those in high school oh, and yeah. how they would be all rolled up and standing on their end mhm he found his body down inside one, mm-hmm. like down in the middle where there was an opening in the yeah. middle and somebody, so underneath him was a tennis shoe. And so the theory was he climbed down in there to get the shoe and got stuck. And if you hang upside down long enough, it'll kill you. And that's what killed it.
0: But he was There's so this, much about that that I don't understand. No, because I did... Competitive gym- gymnastics in junior high and high school. And we, yeah, we were on those mats every day. And there's not enough space inside of one of those, even if it was turned on its end to fall down inside of. Like they write, yeah. wrap the ends of those really tight. And believe me, I've wrapped those mothers a million times. But you wrap those ends really tight and then they roll them up and they weigh a ton, a ton. Yeah. There is, I can't imagine in a month of Sundays that it would be possible for there to, to, if a mat like that, let me try and say it better. If a mat like that was wrapped so loosely that there was enough room for a whole human teenager, a big kid to fall down inside of it, there's no way it was standing on end. Right. Right. It would have come unrolled and just come apart. Unless something, you know, if there was something in the middle that it was wrapped around, you know, like a
1: body. That yeah, unless somebody rolled him up in it and maybe multiple somebody's, they really, the parents really think that this was perpetrated. There's no by way one person More did. than one person.
0: Yeah. There's no yeah. way one person did this. Those mats are really hard to manage. And I just can't fathom one person. They're, they're, it's not possible. Mm-mm. It's not. The, the weight of, first of all, the kid, because he was a big kid, as yeah. well as trying to roll up a mat with him inside of it and manhandle it and stand it up. There's no way one person did this. No,
1: no, no.
0: And the fact that they, the, the investigators just immediately jumped to that is such bullshit.
1: It just makes me really angry that they've put this family through this and didn't recognize immediately that this was not a normal situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm very happy yeah. for them. They didn't that they, want to. Yeah. They just didn't want to. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. They didn't want to have to deal with it
1: yeah they just want the truth they just want to know what happened to their son
0: yeah yep i and mean then, i totally believe that he was murdered he was hit in the head with something that killed him yeah. or in the neck and then yeah, and he had a neck that injury to, it. It to hide him totally yeah. but the
1: story and it was a long weekend, if i remember it was a long weekend like a three-day weekend or something mm-hmm. and so his body was in there for a few days before he was found yeah and he'd been missing and then he was found in there. So, yeah, they were trying to cover up what they did, you know, and throw. Yeah. I don't know that. How lucky can you get that the police are this inept that they're like, oh, yeah, I must have fallen in there and died? Yep. Oh, my God. Just case closed.
0: Case closed. I've been mad
1: about this case for years. So, I am Thank thrilled you. that this is happening. This is great news.
0: This is great news. Great news for his family. Because, as we know, with the case we introduced on Monday and, well, so many others, Yeah. Just because someone dies doesn't mean that the police and the prosecutor are going to look at it in the way that the family sees it at all. They are so quick to write off deaths as suicides, as accidental deaths. And lots of deaths are suicides and lots of deaths are accidental deaths. But it's gotten those have gotten to be easy answers
1: when. But this is a young black man and we cannot. Mm -hmm we cannot not say Mm -hmm. that this could have been racially motivated because we've seen so much of that.
0: The death as well as the, the lack of follow-through afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So speaking of that, Oh, mm -hmm. go
1: ahead. Well, I was just going to say also um, the uh, George Floyd trial is moving forward. Their jury selection has begun, although there's some, Shenanigans going on to try to stop that, but so far that's happening. Yeah. Also, brianna Taylor's boyfriend, yes, a judge said the charges against him are bullshit and threw them out, and he cannot be charged for what happened. Yep. I am very, very happy about that because that was a tremendous miscarriage of justice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, but if somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night, guns ablazing, you have the right to defend yourself. That is the truth in any state in this country. Yeah. But you know, when you're a black man, then it's not. Apparently It's taken a long time to get this to go through to a point at which he cannot be charged. Yep. Yep. And I'm very happy to see that.
0: Absolutely. Yep. And we have some feedback from uh, the family of Aaliyah Wilson. Okay, yes, we do. it on Monday. And so, Chris, do you want to talk about what we learned from that? We we heard from
1: Aaliyah's mom, which was really cool. We love it when we hear from family members. And Aaliyah's mom was really appreciative that we covered the case and did say that the, quite a few of you have visited the Justice for Aaliyah Facebook page and, you know, been supportive of the situation. And I'm really, really happy and about that and really appreciative. She said, I know you're a professional and so you're going to want to know, but there were two things that weren't quite right in what you said, which I do love because you have no idea what it's like to try to get the little details right. So we said that Aaliyah's body was hung just steps from her apartment. And that isn't true. She was she had actually come down some levels from where her apartment was. Okay. We also said that sitting next to her body were her shoes and her purse. And that was wrong. It was her shoes and her backpack. Also, both broken windows, both break-ins to her apartment occurred after her death. And there was a police officer who did say that they had a witness that at least one of those was perpetrated by her ex-girlfriend. Okay. So we appreciate that. And we are, um, you know, going to be reporting any updates in that case because there's lots of people getting involved to help them to try to get this reinvestigated, which we're really happy about. Yeah. Yes, we will so keep just on the trail. I want to say thank you to Aaliyah's mama for reaching out to us and helping us oh, out yeah. with getting the details right. And, you know, just for fighting so hard for your daughter. Just, it's yep. beautiful.
0: Yep. And we will support every step of that that we possibly can. And I know you guys will as well. On that yeah. note, if you have not watched that case, it was our Monday case. Yes. Please watch it and please... uh If you've gone, please follow through with uh, the instructions we give there on how to get involved, how to help support the family to get Mm -hmm. better, uh, you know, to get this case actually investigated.
1: Yeah, mom is trying to get this case reinvestigated. So, yeah, go listen and go support however you can. Yep, definitely.
0: So there's one other uh, case that's very new and ongoing but rolling out right now. In oh, well, let's do this one first, and then I have something else. Let's do this okay. first.
1: Okay, so yeah, like we have one, of, we have so many things. Okay, so Dude, I wanted to talk, yeah, I wanted to talk about Joseph Duncan. You may not know who Joseph Duncan is, but we do because he, in 2005 in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is northern Idaho, mm-hmm. he murdered a family of people. Mm -hmm. And then he kidnapped two, the two children from that family. That was Dylan and Shasta Grown, And he tortured them for a while and eventually killed Dylan. And this was a huge thing in Idaho. This was this huge manhunt. And there were all these updates about where they'd been seen and everybody's trying to help find them. And they went into a diner. And some people recognized Shasta on the TV. And got her away from Duncan to call the police and saved her life. So she was the only survivor in this murder. So he killed four, four members of her family. This was in 2005. So he has been in federal prison in Spokane, Washington. And it's been recently reported that he has terminal brain cancer. Yep. And will die before his federal death sentence is carried out. He is refusing chemo and radiation. He's, Mm -hmm. yeah, what a puke. Totally awful. This was an awful, scary, horrible thing.
0: Yeah, this happened in Cammie's neck of the woods. She says she'll never forget the grown family. Yeah. No.
1: And so very interesting that um, brain cancer is going to take this dude out. And he's letting it happen. He's not, you know, he has the right to medical treatment in prison and he's not taking it. No. So he's going to be gone. And I'm, I'm going to say this, but I took some real heat on this Facebook page when I said this, but I do find it interesting. Is it possible that he had a brain tumor or something? And I know that he has a long history of abuse and he's a bad guy. I'm not saying that he's not. I just am always in the back of my head. I'm always like, why? Why do people do things like this? And so it's interesting to see that he has brain cancer. Like, has he had a problem in his brain for a long time? Doesn't, doesn't excuse anything that he did. I just feel like one of the reasons we're in true crime is that. Right. To figure out why. Never gets answered, which is why.
0: Yeah. Why? It is an interesting thought. It's it's
1: interesting, but yeah, then we won't have to, uh, pay for him to the end of his life or to the end of his sentence because he's not going to make it
0: nope he'll be out of here in no time and you know uh, uh, that'll be an interesting thing hospice in prison
1: Mm -hmm. it it does happen all the time yeah yep it happens all the time
0: yep yep oh it's certainly possible yeah i mean and of course it doesn't excuse his crime in any way but it is interesting to consider Because we're always trying to consider what is going on in people's heads. so Right. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about a case that's rolling out in London currently. Uh This is the case of Sarah Everard. So Sarah went missing a week ago. And there has been a huge manhunt for her. And today... They arrested a police officer who they believe is uh, responsible for her death.
1: And she is, who is she?
0: She's a girl. I I don't know. I mean, she's uh, 33. Okay. She lived in Clapham, South London, and she was on her way home from a friend's house and just vanished. And they were, they've been able to piece together her timeline enough that they have uh, now arrested a police officer. He was a Met police officer that was off duty at the time. Oh, my goodness. But just uh, four hours ago, they actually released. So it was just today that they actually uh, arrested this officer. And then four hours ago, they announced that they have found remains. They aren't verifying yet that they are Sarah's, but they have found remains. And so they're working on uh, confirming that right now
1: oh my goodness wow so so four hours after they arrest him they find remains so he talked
0: yeah sure makes you think so right yeah apparently he's been on a bit of a crime spree because they were also questioning him about an indecent exposure incident with someone else
1: oh good lord
0: so the police there are just rocked to their core you know, yeah. that one of theirs is being held on suspicion of kidnapping and murder here. Sure and now, so get this, he was responsible for uniformed patrolling of diplomatic premises, including Downing Street and the Palace of Westminster, as well as foreign embassies in London. Oh, my gosh. And he had pretty high clearance. Yeah. He sure did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Yikes. it was well like he may have had there's a woman that's been arrested too and so it looks like maybe he had some kind of an accomplice not totally sure on that so there's lots we don't know but what we do know is that it's possible that her remains have been found and that this officer has now been arrested on suspicion of her death Wow. or at least her kidnap her death if the remains are hers so anyway mm-hmm. it's brand new it's just unrolling but her name is sarah everard if you guys are interested in following it but i just was reading about it right before the show and thought i'd bring it up since it's coming forward uh right now and honestly good on them for being willing to arrest the right guy even if he is one of theirs you know Yeah.
1: yeah very good scary yeah
0: yeah yeah so much so and lots of love to her family what an emotional day for them
1: yeah so much
0: now um if the remains are not hers more unanswered questions you know and also for her family i really hope that's not the case
1: or does that mean he's had more than one victim
0: yeah interesting but it is the the timing of it is just too much for me that they arrested him earlier today and then within a short amount of time they find remains
1: yeah, that sounds to me like he
0: talked. Mm-hmm. Sure does. He's trying to get a deal. Ugh. Yeah. What a creep. Yep. And they haven't released his name. That is one thing, one interesting part, I guess, or maybe mm-hmm. it's not, but they haven't released his name as of yet. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yep. So. Oh, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. She disappeared on the third So anyway, there we are. So at any rate, we'll keep an eye on that one as well. But uh, hopefully that's a solved case, a quickly solved case.
1: Yes, I hope for her family's sake, at least.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, so that is where we're at. That's what we've got tonight. We will be back tomorrow night at 7 Mountain Time for the Psychic Hour. And, of course, if you haven't checked out our cases this week, be sure and do so. We did have, of course, the Aaliyah Wilson case. We had the uh, our synopsis of the Mormon bombings uh, Netflix special Mark mm-hmm. about Mark Kaufman. And then this morning, our case that broke uh, is the case of Mildred Old Crow. And that sounds like a really old lady's name. It's not. It's a child who would be eight now who is not, but disappeared when she was six. And that it will be an ongoing case for us as well. That one is just starting to wind through the courts and we'll see it's happening Mm -hmm. on a Crow reservation in Montana and we don't know how much exposure we'll get to it, but we're going to try and keep you guys updated on everything that happens with her case. So thanks you guys so much for being here. Have a good night. Have a good day tomorrow. Take good care of yourselves, please. Nobody's going to do it for you. So you got to step up and we'll be back. Oh, and Cammie, yes. thank you. We appreciate you so much, and I'm so glad you got your mug. Everyone who won in our 50,000 downloads drawing got their mugs this week. They got True yes, Crime Paranormal too. with toe tag mugs. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Perfect. All righty. You've been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care, guys.
1: Have a good night. Hey.